Welcome to Pathless Podcast. This is Lightlessness. Welcome back from a very long hiatus. Uh, we hope you all enjoy the holiday seasons, and uh, hopefully Pumpkin Spice was a good way to fill the time until we got back. So since it's been such a long time for all of us, what, was that a cut against Lightlessness? Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Also, hashtag uh, Snowzilla2016. Nothing, Sam. Nothing? No. It was official. It was an official hashtag. Did Obama come out and say this is the official hashtag? <laughs> Does Obama control our internet? He controls like gas prices. Thanks, Obama. They're dollar eighty-seven here. I don't know. There's people like in New Zealand and random places that listen to this. So well, I wonder what theirs is. Well, they pay it by like the liter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we pay well, by the gallon to clarify. All right, I'm here with Sam playing Notch Stern, Cornzil Simp playing Reed, and Matt playing Baitbreeze Windbull Corin version two. And um. Yeah, like I was and trying Wisp. to and Wisp. What I was trying to get to is that uh, we're gonna do a little bit of wrap up for ourselves and for the listeners. Um, so the characters have shown up to the Scrooge Mountains. Notch has been here before. He's hung out with the monk stone dwarves who call this place home. The moon seems to be messing with the animal life here, including the yetis. There are flying eyes in the sky that have trapped a bunch of the monks in adamantium bars. The player characters found a well for Wisp. Um, they fought some slimes. There are other concerns in the nation, um, but we came here because we were hoping to find a safe place. Uh, I believe, like, more or less the plan was for it to be safe, and it has not been so far. And um, the players just let four monks get carried off into the night and heard them be tortured or killed. They're not sure yet. Uh, as morning comes, there's also a curious rabbit that is on the loose. Um, I don't know. Any other things? Good, guys. Also, we are searching for M&M's old master's house because Correct. we think that there is maybe some information to help cure Aquarian. Uh, yes. Uh, and release the demons or save the demons. Yes. Um, so I was listening back and the spire name of his old house, we're pretending like it's a, a, like a rich, fancy condominium place, so we had spire names for everything. And um, the last episode, we called it 89, but it's actually 51. So the official spire number for Malthus's inherited we had a lot of words for this but villa we're gonna call it villa because it's easy uh it's villa 51 and we have directions on how to get there from one of the monks in the bars you guys asked oh cool yeah we all forget but yeah that happened too <laughs> um so yeah and then sam you missed some of the wrap up upstairs but uh i think you probably remember most of it anyway so that's good so you guys come out of that hidey hole um that you were sleeping in with morning or rest having passed characters are still within the bars um if we skip something that happened last episode i'm sorry at home but uh what would you guys like to do are we headed straight for the spire i guess with the information that we have or are we heading towards the screams that we heard last night and how do you guys want to travel knowing that yetis are on the watch and there's also eyes in the sky do you guys want to talk about this over breakfast and i'll just erase the rations from my screen because we're actually Caring about this right now? Sure. Okay. Okay. Good strategy so far. Eat healthy breakfast. Get your readies. <laughs> and there's five of us, right? Or just four of us? Just four. Four. Okay. Uh, there's Malthus, but we're pretending he has his own because he actually was uh, able to not be that captivated be at any point. So there's three. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and just do three of that. I'm sorry. Sweet. Uh, we probably should head towards our villain 51. Um... I assume the dwarves that were taken were 
taken away. I mean, we could try to figure out where they are, but we're not prepared for the eye in the sky. Okay, uh, and we know where it is now, so hopefully uh, today, because all, all you need is a few hours with Quarian, right, Eminem? Uh, I asked for a week from him earlier, and he had agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is, it is my hope to um, use some of the information there and some of the testing ideas that I've devised to figure out how to cure in mass. Should we look for uh, Eminem's villa? And then we'll find any weapons, maybe, that might help us to stop these people before we give them a week? Yeah, yeah. I, I think getting to the villa and making that our safe house and then investigating the rest of what's going on would be the correct course of action. Mm-hmm. Um, Eminem, question. Do you still have the capability to walk between stone? Yeah, I have available spells for that. Uh, can you... Lend that power down to any of the dwarves that are captured? Um, we had discussed ways to free them before, and we're still worried that freeing them will spawn the Overlord, and we're not sure if that's something we want to deal with. Uh, I, if you had remembered, uh, Babries was discussing some of those methods, and we had all decided to turn them down. Right. So it may not be the best bet yet until we find a way to overcome the oppressor. Right. Just an option. Just an option. It is a good one to use later, uh, maybe in part of ta- overcoming the oppressor, but I'm afraid to do it now. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get on our way to Villa 51. All right. So you guys got those directions, and Villa 51 was supposed to be northeast of there. So this is that main part where people are imprisoned. Okay. Um, this is that part where you guys hide it out in. Okay. This is where the big fight went down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, east is where you heard the screams. Yeah, they came from behind there, and then Villa is northeast up that way, so. Uh, would you lads want me to try to go around sneakily and maybe, like, just give a lookout? It might be a little bit more of a slow going, but if it's just within the city, it won't take us more than a full day. That's probably a smart idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we send Babries ahead. Um, Babries, give me a general perception check just to work off of for the next couple actions. Uh... Below average, 12. Okay. So, um, as you're moving along, moving from spire to spire, uh, you have no problem hiding, um, and you can't seem to see anything, but um, with that 12 perception, you do notice that uh, there's a well-tread path that is across the way that you guys are headed to the villa. So at some point, you get to this path, and it leads from the prison over off to the east more so. Okay. Uh, so as I come back, uh, I lads, there's a. I can see the way that the bodies have been drugged. It seems that the rest of the the rest of this has been still for such a long time that it's easier to see where they're dragging the people, maybe kicking and screaming. Oh no, they're not because they're just frozen. They're knocked out. So, yeah. so they're just dragged. Um, but we can. It might be best for us to be careful while we're crossing this path. Mm-hmm. And maybe when we go to attack them, we'll be able to easily find them, and we won't have to be around the villagers. So they won't get injured by accident. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys sneak across this path? So that's your ability, like, you're not, right? Yeah, I mean, I can yeah, always, like, post look up, just like, kind of, like, wait yeah, yeah. by. Yeah, I'll let you know if you see anything. You're fine for now. Um, so uh, as you guys are carefully going across this path, um, <clears throat> you see rocks fall off a spire in front of you. Like, uh, they just tumble down the side of the spire. Um, and... Uh, as you follow up the side of the spire, you see the rabbit, like, sitting on the side of the spire, like, almost sideways. You know, he's 
probably at like a 45 degree angle. Okay. Um, somehow his feet are gripping the side of the spire, and uh, he's just kind of like up on his hind legs, uh, looking at you guys. He's the only thing that you notice. Eminem, is that like a familiar of your old uh, superior? I hadn't considered it, but um, it does seem to be well adorned. Um, and when we had asked the dwarves earlier, they weren't super familiar with it. I wonder why they wouldn't know it, though, if it really was a familiar of my um, superior, yeah, of my master. So I'm not sure. Uh, I, I do wonder what's in that pouch. I'm very much interested. But again, maybe these are things better waited till later. Ultimately, it can be your decisions. I don't know if anyone here wants to shoot him off of the side of that or attempt such thing that could bring attention on ourselves. Unwanted attention, but... Probably not yet. We should find the safe house first. Cool. Alright, so um, he's just going to stand there and watch you guys. No big deal. And uh, you guys continue forward, and you get to what uh, spires that are actually hewn out with uh, engravings on the side, like pretty engravings, more like artwork. Um, they have deeper footholds than some of the other ones, so they're made to be able to carry more things up and probably be easier to climb in all sorts of weather. And they're numbered, we'll say. Um, so you've reached like, the, uh, the fancy villas in town. Um, and uh, it doesn't take long until you guys find uh, one with the number 51 on it. Is it 51 in Dwarven? In common. Okay. They sell it all types. This is how they make the <laughs> Is this like a resort town? Not only for dwarves <laughs> and, and very fancy people. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, Notch doesn't know anything about these villas because they weren't a thing before. <laughs> they are now. So. Okay. <laughs> so, I guess we should climb up. Cool. Everyone's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys head up to the top of this villa. Um, there are two stone doors that uh, are halfway up, so the villa is still thick and there's still room to get inside of it. Um, Give me a perception check on the door. Anyone will really do. We're going to take one for the team, though, just so we're not all like, oh, I can beat that roll. All right. Um, 12, Or an investigate check, whatever you want to do there, you know. Uh, Okay, then I'll do that instead. Yeah. 18. Okay. So um, you're looking over these doors. There's no handholds or anything. Um, There does seem to be Arcana inscripted onto it, so they're magically locked in some way. Does it? What is it? I mean, is there anything I can get from reading it? It's just a... Magic hoopla talk, not like real conversation talk. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll say it's like some sort of, not a warding spell, but a locking spell. Okay. That's fine. So um, it, it doesn't actually say, speak friend and enter. No, no, it's not okay. like uh, someone wrote it in Arcana to give you a magic word. It's just uh, the Arcana is on there because the doors are sealed. Yeah. Um, but you also notice that there is a tiny hole, um, we'll say like no bigger than your thumbnail. Uh in this, what you're called. It seems to go all the way through. So. Does anybody have a key card? <laughs> <laughs> well, Eminem, is there any way for you to just stone walk through the door? Or wall? I think I can. I'd be happy to give it a try. Um, so he goes and melts with stone. Um, and um, he finds himself uh, inside the stone wall. And you guys see him come out back to your side. Were you able to uh, make it in, lad? I thought I was headed in. And he, like, looks around. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll, I'll pop another one. Do we grab... No, stop. What? Does it, does it not have a uh, time duration? The last time I read Melba Stone, I believe it, it ends when you oh, exactly. leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same thing as stonewalking, so we may be cheating a little bit. 
Um, this is just meld with stone. I oh, think okay. I have it underneath the character, actually. I can tell you. Oh, that's cool. It's all good. Yep. Uh, I was just going to say, lad, it might, if this magic y stuff is keeping regular burglars out, it might keep magic burglars out, too. This is true. Well, uh, I would like to try one more time. We're not planning on engaging many people anyway, so it would it might not be a waste of a spell. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you guys choose. Uh, do you think there's anything I can ascertain with the Narcana check? Um. Or, no. Yeah, I think you've already ascertained that okay. it's some sort of warding or you know, like I said, sure. lack of... Well, I happen, and this may be surprising because. Nobody in 5th edition would ever do this, but I happen to be an abjuration specialist. <laughs> even though there are hardly any abjuration spells in 5th edition. So, sure. could I make an attempt? Yeah, that's fine. If this is your specialty, then you may have more insight than Notch. Yeah, and there's no special knowledge, so... Oh, wait, right, it's just Arcana now. I'm sitting here looking for spellcraft. Sorry. Um, so that's four plus proficiency. Are we still at one proficiency? <laughs> no, we're at three. 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 Sorry, I was looking at my inspiration point. Nice. Ooh, that inspiration point. Nice. Um, 17. All right. Um, you know, it's it's a magical word to keep people out. Gotcha. This is something someone would cast to keep people out, not just to lock a door. Okay. It definitely seems to be there to uh, keep people out rather than to just lock a door. All right. Maybe if you go in backwards. I like that idea. <laughs> so, uh, as long as we're all okay with this, I'll give it an attempt. You well, like you said, you you're, it's yeah. free magic, right? <laughs> no, it's it's not free magic. <laughs> it's magic we might need later for fights, but that's... But we don't know yeah. where. Okay, so he starts walking in backwards, and um, he, uh, like, trip falls backwards, and someone needs to make a reflex save before he falls down the spire. So he, he goes in and comes out backwards. Gotcha. You mean gotcha. a dexterity save? Yeah. yeah I, 20. Okay. You were able to grab him uh, by the collar. You're so heavy. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and uh, he pulls himself back to the thing. And he says, uh, it appears that such simple magic won't do the trick in this case. Okay. Um, can I fit my spear in the hole? Uh, it's too small. Okay. The hole's too small. I don't think a like a spare point, yes, but not very far. Right. That doesn't. I'm, I'm gonna start looking around for pottery and whatnot to check underneath for. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem he, he doesn't have like a stoop, a patio or a stoop or whatever you're gonna call it because it's a spire. <laughs> so he well, might have windows. <laughs> there could be a pot on the window or something. Yeah. No, no window isn't going into here. Uh, um, uh, it's a shame I don't have any tools to. Break open these doors. But there is rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Start checking all the rocks. Right. Like I said, I'm going to feel around for like a fake yeah. spot. So you guys spend some time and unfortunately have no success um, finding a way into the store at this time. Do you guys have a moonstone? <laughs> Man, what's happened since the, time the, since the world changed? Everybody's gone to Moonstone technology. It's the future, man. Yeah. Moonstone. You went from tech to like mystical tech. Yeah. Uh, well, Eminem, does your master have some sort of key you were able to grab? Uh, well, remember, I actually inherited this involuntarily, not like regularly right he didn't give it to me oh, I just... you, you ran and escaped i was wondering <laughs> if you might have taken anything of use 
including a, a janitorial key ring. <laughs> okay, I was unaware of any janitorial key rings, and unfortunately, my master was killed after telling me to hide, and the king was taken by 20-plus werewolves, so... <laughs> were they all werewolves, or were they? Uh, yeah, I, we're, I, I guess, assumably, all, all of them were lichens, yes. Deception check. Notice one. Sorry, let me have all of my important dialogue for the characters written down so I can just read it. No big deal. Oh, you asked that question? Give me a second. Malthus responds. Oh, it was awful. The day they came in and busted through the door. All right, that's fine. So, um, the only thing I can think of is if that rabbit is part of a part of his and you can put the gem in and there. He has the or the pouch. Or the pouch. And or the pouch. We thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we don't know what the answer is yet. <laughs> Could be the gem still. So. Alright, um, Malthus says, I, I guess that is a, the gem. as good as any. I'm more than willing to follow you and try to chase down this rabbit. Do you guys remember the spire he was on? I half expect him to show up at any minute now, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> So um, you guys are talking about where the rabbit may be, and um, Babries, you see like a wisp, kind of like leaning over, like sideways on the mountain, and like leaning back up, and leaning <laughs> over sideways, like stuck to the side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like you just like see him doing this. And do I look up to see what he's looking at? Uh, well, or wisp. He, he doesn't have eyes. Yeah, wisp, what's he looking at, lad? Uh, he like points his water towards a spire, like three spires away. And you see, like, the rabbit, like, flexing up and down, like, on this on the side of the spire. <laughs> getting his, um, getting his <laughs> uh, eyelash. It looks like the rabbit be over there. I told you. <laughs> so it's three spires over. You guys have to climb down and then head over to that spire. Is there any way that my minor illusion to speak with small animals works on this? Definitely. Um, distance is very great though. Three spires away, and these are thick spires for homes. Right. So it's like at 200 feet, 150 feet, something like that. Right. Cool. But I can walk yeah. over to it and... Yeah, yeah. All I'm asking is that you guys go over towards the animal first. All right. Hi, lads. So I'll wait down here, and I'm going to try to approach it. Okay. So you guys have all climbed down to the bottom of spire 51. Mm-hmm. Can I keep an eye out for... Because you guys climbed 40 feet up to get to the doors before. That's what it said. Right. Yep. Um, Notch is being vigilant. Bay Breeze has been tasked with climbing up this spire, which is spire 48, um, to meet the rabbit. Um, so the rabbit's about 80 feet up. He was higher up than you guys were, um, and you're at the base of it, and he hasn't moved. So Okay, um, so I'm going to move up 35 feet, because that's six seconds for me. Sure. As you climb up the spire, you notice it's a lot bigger than the other one. Um, it's probably more expensive. And um, the no, spire. I we were talking about the rabbit. No, no, no the spire. <laughs> the spire extends like up into um, some more cloudy area. Mm, so firm. Oh yeah. Someone Still. paid someone extra to get this thing built. Aye. All right. So um, you're climbing up the spire. The rabbit's just waiting there for you. And can I speak to it? So and rabbit bunny nose, where like my nose is wiggling right now. Sure. But I can't like make a noise for the microphone. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we'll just translate. We're gonna. He's actually talking like a rabbit. And we're running it through this machine. Oh wow! Okay. So that you can um, translate it for the viewers or the listeners at home. So go ahead. I'm glad we have the machine here. Um, so bunny, are you uh, Mathis's masters? Familiar? Who's asking? It's I, 
Wibble Babry's Corn. If you'd like to know, follow me. And he starts running up the side of the spire into the clouds. All right, lads, it's time for a rabbit chase. <laughs> and I'm going to chase up after him. We did this in the King's campaign, except with foxes. That's cool. We're doing the same thing. I'm just yeah. kidding. No, you guys can wait down here. I'll be right back. Cool. Are you sure? I can climb 80 feet per six seconds. <laughs> well, yes. I, I can cast Expeditious Retreat and gain 30 foot of movement, so... That's true. <laughs> All right, um, so... And I have Featherfall in case something happens. That's good. I <laughs> I have rope to hang myself. Also, for the record, you can only copy scrolls of first level or higher and bending half to be a cantrip, which you can't actually put in spell books to begin with, so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, so you are climbing and climbing. Uh, 200 feet later, from the bottom, so if you're 60 foot up, 140 feet later, uh, you. Before you get to the very top, you see that there is a very large bird nest. At the top of the spire. I, I skid to a halt. <laughs> okay. It's weird because I'm climbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold up. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I do a perception to see what's going on up there? So the spire comes to a tip, and you are now blocked to see what's up there by the 40-foot-wide bird nest. Can I hear anything? You can definitely perception and listen that amount, but you can't see. Because I know there are condors or something up here. Uh, eight... Okay, unfortunately, you don't hear anything. The wind is a little higher up here, a little louder. And, okay. Uh, um, then I guess I'm going to quietly climb up. Okay, can you give me a stealth for that? Sure. Is this based on sound? Yeah, they can't see you. Sounds good. I mean, uh, if something was up there, it wouldn't be able to see you. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, Theoretically speaking. <laughs> so, 16? Cool. We will work off that 16. You've come over, um, peeking over the side of this bird's nest. Okay, thank God I had a, whatchamacallit too, by the way. Um, Advantage? Yeah, advantage, because I rolled a 4 and I rolled a 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, Your figure is this one right here, right? Yes. So you're peeking over the side of the bird nest. Um, You can see the rabbit is across the way. And additionally, should be these guys. There are... Four sleeping griffins who are just uh, chilling and sleeping. Um, you haven't awoken any of them yet. Operative board. What was your roll again? 16. Okay. No, you don't awake any of them. And um, you can also notice now that you see that they're not stirring anything that there are multiple griffin eggs um, strewn in this nest as well. Okay. And Babe Breeze's mind instantly goes to selling griffin eggs. <laughs> it's sad because it's actually true. <laughs> so the rabbit's looking at you. Um, he's like itching his ear a little bit. You know, he's got his back paw up in his ear right now, itching it. Uh, um, sorry, I want to actually think about this. That's fine. We'll get back down to uh, you guys down there. Mm-hmm. Um, does Featherfall have a range? Can you target? Can you? Yeah. <laughs> discussion of spellcasters. So not not looks over to Quarion. Have you ever attempted to use Featherfall? Well, well, I, 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 I know the uh, the theoretics behind it. <laughs> so theoretically, what were you two taught? I was theoretically taught that there is approximately sixty feet of range on a Featherfall. Excellent. So and you can. 
target oh. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> so long as he's not falling faster than 60 feet in six seconds. Right. Well, <laughs> if you, let's see, if you were sending a spell at 60, 10 feet per second, and there, you go directly underneath a falling object... Which is falling He at. might land on me in case I miss. <laughs> <laughs> that might hurt. That's true. Malthus, uh, have, have you stopped to ask whether, though, if he fell, he would just hit the side of the spire, though, before? So he would roll down the spire? <laughs> Since the spire goes outwards and he'd be falling from the top. Would he, that slow him down enough not to kill him? We should figure this out together. <laughs> so we know the feather flaw isn't a good option. Uh, we could probably cast something to stop him from falling, Sorry. but would that create more damage than him just rolling to the bottom? Sorry, feather roll. <laughs> feather roll. <laughs> All right, do you have a decision, Babies? I'm going to sneak for it. Cool. Nice. Cool. All right, um, so it, it is still based on sound, but sound and feel. So take your advantage, and I might just give it if they're really, really close to you. Yeah. Because they can feel their nest move, things like that. Sure, sure. All right, so I'm trying to be sneaky and not break any eggs. Yeah. Try not to uh, So, um, griffin eggs are very large, and uh, they, they seem strong. Like, they're not... Okay, they, so they I'm, not like gonna, I'm not going to step on one or anything like that. No, no, you don't have to worry about breaking griffin eggs. That's uh-huh. not what you need to worry about. <laughs> Poor mama griffin eggs. you got to worry about the conversation you're going to have with these griffins when they wake up when you speak with animal abilities. Yeah. It's only small animals. They look like they're in the large category. Yeah. Talking to children. Uh, Where's okay. the babies when you need them? <laughs> Tell mama I'm okay. <laughs> Say we're friends. Okay, uh, so here it goes. So yep. is it 30 foot, I guess? So there's no story here. There's movement. Feel free to use the movement provided here to climb over, take your steps towards the rabbit, and see if he moves while you're moving towards him. Okay, well, I have 35. You have full feet. movement, yeah. Okay, so, so 35 foot worth of movement per uh, whatever. Yep. Dear God. Advantage. Right. You get two rolls, so. So a nine and then a three. So a 15. Okay. Solid. So we've got Mother Griffin that you're walking past first, right? Uh-huh. Right here. All right. Um, you see her nostrils flare up as you move towards the front of her face. Okay. And uh, they just exhaust a sneeze right towards your character. Okay. And she stays asleep. And let's uh, stop here there and see where we're at with this guy. Uh, the next griffin starts uh, scratching its side, and uh, you see as it rises up, its eyes still closed, and then falls to the ground uh, as if it was just stretching. <laughs> the rabbit still has not moved by this third griffin. And that griffin um, opens its eyes and closes them. <laughs> so... <laughs> you uh, you, you reach... don't understand how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you reach over to the rabbit who's just sitting there and you know um eating now its paw it's like uh, biting on its paw that was in its ear, um and uh, <clears throat> that rabbit sneezes as you getting get over close to it, and uh, we'll give this final griffin a what we call it, um and that final griffin uh, does shake. A bit startled, but falls back asleep too. So we're good. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so uh, the rabbit's gonna just stand there for you. All right. So I'm gonna walk over to it mm-hmm. and pick it up. Yep. And then walk away. Mm-hmm. So I need you to stealth back <sighs> down, holding this rabbit. Oh, oh, oh that's it. <sighs> you can go over that side. You're you're right near a corner here, but um, you've can moved I your 35 feet here. This side? Yeah, any side you want. You can okay. move wherever you want. I'm just saying you don't have to go the way that you came. Obviously, it's a spire. All right. All right. 
So a four team. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think there's a one. And a seven. So a twenty. Yeah, you should All be right. fine. But we'll uh, we'll see if you make it over the side. No problem. I'm glad you guys saw that one because of the glare. I was like. <laughs> I'm just giving them all one more check. Yeah, watch them, watch them hit me this time. Oh, that's cracked. Well, you can just uh, jump off the edge. <laughs> we, we've decided we have, that we, we decided there's a possibility you might survive. <laughs> we're we, we're not done it. the math yet, but... I would have been like, so I'm out of room. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you make it over the side, and uh, you haven't disturbed any of the griffins. Oh. And then they wake up. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys, you guys make it back down. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He's already made two successful checks. He wants to make a third one to take one of the eggs with him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't carry that and the rabbit and make it down safe. You got a backpack, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a small backpack. Egg's probably like as big as you are. Yeah. I'm a small character, man. Uh, I don't like it's as big as him, but... Yeah. Oh, he's small. I forgot. He's a small character. Good yeah. point. Interesting. Uh, so... All right, you can carry him down the side without much issue. He's not going to fight you or anything. He's just chilling. All right, so I'm going to get down. I'm just going to brush my shoulders off. Uh, here's the rabbit. He says that he's got something for us in his pouch. Uh, the rabbit, like, shakes its head. Oh, you don't have anything in your pouch, bro. I'm going to talk. Uh, so so what? Do you, I thought you were this lad's master's pet, right? He's going to say yes to you, like speaking rabbit. And do you know how to get inside... Uh, area 51? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says yes, but it, it's only for my master to enter there. Well, unfortunately, this lad here was your master's pupil. Have you ever met him? Uh, he shakes his head no, but um, he goes over and sniffs him, and he can smell the master. He tells you, oh, I smell the master on him. Okay. Do you trust this? Well, unfortunately, this lad says that your master has passed on because of some unfortunate uh, ne'er-do-wells. All right, the rabbit, um, like, jumps to the ground if it was within your arms. I guess it already had, because of what you call it. Jesus. And uh, runs away, crying. What'd you do? <laughs> I told the truth, lads. Uh, so you guys can chase after the thing. It's, it's not like he's super-duper fast. Oh, okay. There's only, like, you know, what you call it. But, uh, unfortunately, he's, he's making a break for it. He's very sad and upset. So, I can check to see how fast he moves. Let's see here. If it's less than 70 a turn, I probably will catch up to him. Well, I'm sure you can. I'm more interested in how much sound yeah, and how much how, where you guys are going. Yeah. yeah, which way did he run towards? Uh, we're going to have him go southwest from where you guys are. So opposite direction okay. of Villa. That's good. Cool. We have to be careful of that pathway, but... Well, if we're going southwest, then that means that we're going on the opposite side of where people are getting... No, we're going right back yeah. to where we came from. His, since his perspective. We came northeast, so if we go southwest, we're going right back Since to he's tiny, he only moves 20 foot huh. around. So, But he, he's got a break on you guys. So we're chasing after him, correct? Yeah. Okay. So within two turns, I'll catch up to him. That's fine. I'm going to um, run, tackle him, catch him, eat him. Yeah. So um, I just want to make an evasion check, even though you're catching up to him here. So um, we've been over grappling in 5e a couple times now, and I still don't think we remember how to do it or how to, what to call do yeah, it. It's a contest. It is a contest? I think so. Okay. So it's, uh, we're just going to make it um, a... Acrobatics or Sorry. athletics. Cool. Okay, I got an 18, Matt. Just roll the die. If you get high enough, we can end this all here. Otherwise, we got to roll the dice to play D&D, so it's going to have to happen. Got to roll the dice to play D&D. &D. All right. So with your athletics, you're not like somewhere around 18? Uh, with my acrobatics... Or acrobatics? I'm at 15. All right. So he, I rolled a 16 on the die, and I'm going to give him just plus two. Give him yeah. a rabbit. 
Alright, so um, it takes you a little longer to catch up to him. And because of that, uh, you make a perception check. Oh, it would just be pa passive at this point? Or, because I'm not really perceiving, but, oh, one. That's fine. Uh, 18. Okay, so you're aware that, like, you know, there, there may be things around here. You're a little pissed, you gotta chase this rabbit. You know, however, I'm not putting emotions, but I am saying that you are listening to some degree. And he's quiet, quiet-footed. There's nothing else here, too. It's a dead town. And you hear some monsters, or, you know, like, some monsters speak, like, um, coming up where the rabbit is headed. So would you like to stop and hide behind a spire or keep following the rabbit? Uh, I guess I'm going to stop and hide behind the spire. All right. Um, so as you're watching, a group of um, yetis uh, walk into view, and the rabbit runs right into them, and they're all going to try to grab the thing, and they look really excited and happy. Hungry. Right? Yeah, hungry. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay. So the one yeti, the rabbit runs right toward him, and he just, like, leans over opens up his large yeti hand, grabs the rabbit off of the ground, and like holds it up in his hand, looks at his two buddies, and goes, Arr, Arr, Arr. Um, So the rabbit is now being held by that thing, by that yeti. <laughs> that was a good roll. Hmm. Uh, so I've got three yetis holding um, the... Jade rabbit hostage. Yeah, the jade rabbit hostage. And uh, we don't know what their plans are for it. Uh, Babries is the one who's sprinting after this thing but he hasn't traveled that far that the characters don't see babies mm -hmm. still or can't get within sight of it so give me a f or do me a favor let me see if, he's, if it's possible for you guys to even see him uh give me some sense or perception checks to see if you guys notice the yetis nope on hearing i'm looking like you can do anything because i'm part tiger i don't i don't yeah i mean hearing you might hear him talking so that works no okay and Malthus. We got, we got Jeremy die today, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So uh, none of those characters have noticed anything. You're like looking back at them and they're still like, going, like, where's the rabbit? Babies. I'm just talking to babies. Sorry. I, I know. I'm waiting for the yetis to move away before I make any... No problem. Alright. So the yetis keep walking and they're holding the rabbit in their hands. Are they going down the same way that... The, they're heading back towards the prison. That main path that they normally take? Correct. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to uh, walk away yeah. without making noise, hopefully? Yeah. Uh, the yetis, there's no chance these guys are going to send you. All right, cool. It'd be really... Re I'm like, if you wanted to roll a style check and roll a one, maybe oh, I'll right. give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't want to roll a check, they won't send you. Aye, lads. They're, the Yetis captured the rabbit, and they're heading back to the to the prison. Well, I guess that's better than them heading to wherever it is they eat their food. True. Um, should we stop them before they get back? It may be easier to try to get the rabbit back, uh, maybe even just scare them or scare the rabbit out of their hands. If that really is our only chance of getting into this place. And right now it's the only lead I see. So mm -hmm. uh, we can't afford to let that rabbit die. Okay. Or if the rabbit dies and we get that pouch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to wait that long to get that pouch. <laughs> Good one, Sam. Notch. Notch. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's go. Alright, so you guys are actively going to be trying to stop these yetis or are you guys going to try to sneak up on them? Well, try to sneak up on them, right? I say actively stop them, bro. Okay. So we got fast two loose. loose. <laughs> this is fast and loose, not you to play. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I know I know we're trying to like be like not fast and loose, but if we have to save that rabbit and time is of the essence. Right. So we focus our fire on the guy, the Yeti holding the rabbit, take him out. Sure, and as we're doing this, we're sprinting towards the Yetis. You can smell them before you see him. Mm. Okay. So you guys don't want to make any noise, but you're just gonna sprint towards them, is that the goal? I don't think we care about making noise, right? Okay, because you could gain their attention in any way possible. I'm just asking. So uh, the Griffin battle is done. Nice. Did I, did I win that? Yeah. yeah. 
These guys are dead at this point. That's full XP. I killed all the griffins and any potential griffinlings. Alright. <laughs> um, strength. We're gonna put the rabbit in this <laughs> Yeti's hands. Just suck that the yolk. Check that out. That's awesome. Alright. And um, we're back to spire combat of some degree. So blue is spires that you can't pass through. Cool. Alright, these guys are walking on their path. They've got a path, got a path full of sunshine. And I mean, we got some range. Yes. So I don't know our sight range and stuff. Well, mine's, I think, 60 within and like 200 outside. Oh, you're talking about like your talking clear, clear line people. of sight. Yeah, and the clear, yeah, and the line of sight. So if, we, if we're just trying to get their attention, we can shoot them before they reach the prison. All right, so blue stuff is the spires you're dealing with. That's the path they're on. They haven't been alerted of you yet unless you guys tell me one of your characters is screaming whatnot. They're down there. You guys are up here. This is the spire babies kind of hid behind, I guess. Okay. If that works for everyone. And they're and going this way. They're going that way, correct. West towards the prison. You guys were in the northeast at the villas. They seem to have come from where the odd noise was and where the pathway is, which is right here on our... This is our master map. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I'm looking for a cue from you guys then on how you guys want to start this. If you want to start it with a pew-pew, if you guys want to start it with a yell. Can we start with a surprise round? Yeah. Uh, we've been only giving, like, one... I, last time we talked about this, uh, it seems to be that one character is getting a surprise round and then everyone else is getting thrown into initiative. That's cool. So who wants to surprise with the first pew-pew or whatever? I don't know if you want to run in. That doesn't seem like a safe idea. But um, I can shoot him. It doesn't matter, but... Okay. This guy's going to be the leader. Well, like, he, he gets to be in front because he captured the rabbit. You yeah. know, he's excited. Yeah, he's the alpha, yeah. Depending on what your strategy ends up being as battle, I just want to yeah. put him a little further away from you guys. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. So not just taking a shot at the Yeti in the far back, is that what I assume? Unless anyone else has anything else. We'll just start with that. Well, um, how much further are they going to get if we just get closer? Or is this how closer we're getting without disturbing them? I'd like for you guys to start here. If you want to move, I'm going to get a perception check. Okay, gotcha. But if you stay here and shoot a gun, That's we're just going to start about. combat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll stay here, shoot a gun, start combat, close roll initiative throughout the rest of it. Okay. Yep. So Let's go ahead, Notch. Take your first shot on the Yeti in the back. Um, and I get two shots. And everyone can give me initiative when you're ready to. Uh, first is a 20. Yeah, and the second is a 19. Okay. Both hit. Make contact. And we'll do... Ooh, nice. Um, 19 plus 10, 29 damage. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Almost max. So I need to get initiative so I get into my combat tracker here. Uh, Notch is going to start the round. Oh, I got a nat 20. Oh, I rolled a natural one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Give I me your nat 20. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What'd you get? I, I Using my silver die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it goes Notch, that guy, and someone beat a 12. Read or no? I rolled a 1. Oh, okay. Babies, what'd you get again? 10. Okay. Yeah, it, you guys are leading up the rear. Oh, Wisp. He goes alongside you. I'll put him underneath you. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to have two spots in <laughs> It's kind of fun to separate him. Can you roll that shit for him? Let's see how, what that's like. Man, it's going to kill no. me. Well, you guys won't be able to coordinate as well. Uh, two. Wisp holds his hand. Okay, well, he's right next to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, All right. So uh, four. Well, what's his initiative? Because it I doesn't. Five total. They're close enough. If there's not a monster right. in between yeah. them, then it's close enough. All right. So Notch did a buttload of damage to... 
The Minotaur. Uh -huh. With a zero level spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah. Like, that's his thing, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. I have, like, a Warlock's, like, main arsenal. Yeah. So this Minotaur, um, you, like, uh... Don't forget your fireballs and stuff get boosted, too. LL5 while cantrips get boosted. One, yeah, one okay, got it. That's, that's pretty mean. cool. I forgot about that. Alright, uh, anyway, you, um, literally take off a part of this Yeti's butt... Well, it's only <laughs> one whole cheeks so, on the ground. <laughs> That's where the best meat is. He's bloody. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he lets out a ferocious roar Oops. as they all turn around. And a Griffith's attack. And uh, he, <laughs> his insight, <laughs> his, um, you know, his battle insight shows him exactly where that shock came from. And he turns and faces you. <laughs> My eyes will pass it off from that direction. <laughs> there, there, there's actually still an after, like, <laughs> the, the, the hole in space where the <laughs> missile came through. <laughs> All right, and, um... You can see through his punch. <laughs> Sam, what exactly is that type of damage? Force, I believe. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. So you just force blast <laughs> 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 Alright, so the first thing I'm going to have done is I'm going to skip Malthus real quick and go straight to this guy whose butt got shut off. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, you're going to skip Malthus? <laughs> yeah. What's I going know. on with this? <laughs> it's a good story. This, this Minotaur who turns around and stares directly at you gives you a chilling gaze. <laughs> um... And you just see his eyes like lock on you with like this great ferocity, and you feel yourself needing to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. How about an eight? Oh, okay. Um, you, your body is filled with cold as you take seven uh, cold damage, <laughs> and then are paralyzed for one minute. Dang it! Your body is like frozen still, right. uh, in fear and cold. I guess. Well, I still have one temp. <laughs> Good. All right, and this guy uh, runs over to see what happened, holding the rabbit in one hand, which negates his multi-attack for his other claw. Um, and uh, <laughs> what he says, an improvised weapon. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, that'd be cruel. Tenderizing the meat. All right. Um, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty-five. I guess I should drop. Forty. No, you're no, probably standing up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. It's funner that. More fun that way. More fun that way. All right, he moves his 40 feet. Um, he sees your body frozen cold. They, they know this thing that's been done before. And if this is Malthus, then he's targeting Malthus, which explains why targets Malthus' turn might get skipped here. May have had a little insight on what about, what's about to happen to Malthus. <laughs> nice. All right, Malthus, the caster rolled a five on his die, plus his constitution save is not enough. And Malthus is frozen cold with, oh, God, 12 plus 2. Is 14 damage on Malthus. I believe there's a mention that we might not make it out of this. <laughs> no, we'll just get in jail or something. Alright. Totally. <laughs> They'll just throw us in jail after <laughs> shooting off their butt cheeks. Alright, the Minotaur already went. That's how he yeah, went. We'll throw the rest of us in jail. <laughs> and then the Ice Troll, aka the uh, final Yeti, is making his way towards you guys as well. 10, 15, 20, 25. 35, 40. So do I get a, um, uh, a counter for that first initiative, or was that not a surprise round? It is a surprise round. Yeah, if it's a surprise round, that means if he's going, he has a regular spot in this initiative. And 
Mm-hmm. That's the surprise yeah, round yeah, yeah. is before that first round. So we're in the first round now. So his surprise round was his gunshot. And then now, whatever your role in the initiative right. where you place, that's your technical first turn right. of the combat. But I mean, it, uh, this keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. There is no rules on it that anyone's found for me yet about surprise rounds. Yeah. So when I do things like that, I just assume the person is less than AC. Yeah, I put him at the top, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I actually just assume that the Minotaur has less AC. Okay. Uh, I don't flat float him because there's no such thing, but I just yeah. say, like, hey, what's their dex? If it's plus one, then this person only has an 11. So I was just wondering if I should start my round counter for my chill paralysis. Go ahead. At one. You can knock it down one. Okay, cool. Knock it down by one for this round. That works good for me. It was more of a story opening anyway because of what happened, so. Um, we're on to Baybreeze. Does it make a save? No. Uh, this, this ice troll, the third yeti who is the closest to the player characters, has not chilled anyone yet because the two characters closest to him are both frozen solid. Okay. Um, so can Wisp move up? You can move up? anything you want, yep. Right. You are free to run. 5, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, attack him here? Yes. Alright, so Wisp was going to attack, and he has two of them? Two slam attacks? That's correct. Uh, so an 11 plus 7, so does a 18 hit? And 18 does hit on Ice Troll, and how much damage do you have for me? So that's 5 plus 6 is 11, plus 4 is 15. Alright. So 15 total damage on that, and All then right. a second slam attack? Wow, yeah, go ahead. Uh, two plus so nine does not hit. Okay. All right. So Whisk walks up to that Yeti, slaps him in the face, and then uh, unfortunately the Yeti is already slapped to the side when Whisk tries to make a second slam attack. That's cool. And uh, then Baby's turn. Baby's yep. And then Quarion. Sweet. Uh, so five, fifteen, twenty. I'm going to attack him. Dashes up to the Yeti, makes an attack with what? I forget what you used. Uh, silver rapier. With a silver rapier. Uh, does an 18 hit? An 18 does hit. Okay, so... Plunging into the ice troll's flesh. Uh, so two... Ice Yeti's five. Five. So seven. A four is an 11. A one is 12. He's currently plus... stabbing multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> plus uh, four, so 16 damage. After the three seconds have passed, the holes of blood start filling. And, and 17 damage to the troll? Yes. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to dash out of it. The troll is uh, looking white in the eyes after the blood starts coming out of him and he looks down and sees it on his white fur. And Baybreeze quickly runs away and stands next to a spire 30 feet away from the Yeti. And then because I... 35 feet. 35 feet away from the Yeti. I just eyeballed it, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Uh, all right, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. There we go. Uh, and because of my mobility feet, yeah. I can, once I attack something, whether I hit or miss... It can't use this reaction to attack me as I leave it start running. I remember that. Yep. Took a feet. Yeah, cool. yeah that's, that's why I have 10 extra feet or 5 extra foot mm-hmm. moving for you guys. And then also, I can attack and run away. Nice. Uh, Quarian watches as this occurs and considers casting a... Brutal sword attack. <laughs> <laughs> he considers casting... I don't know. I feel like most of these guys are bloodied already. Is that not accurate? <laughs> two out of three. Only two of them. <laughs> yeah, two out of three. Who's not bloodied yet? Not Rabbit Man. Blue. Rabbit Man? Yeah. All right. Corion is going to 
use expeditious retreat. And then go 5, 10, 15, 20, or you can shoot 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, Expeditious 60, retreat 65, is a free action 70. or something? It gives you an bonus action. Bonus no, it's action. A, it's a bonus action. That's what I meant that to replaces the action that you used to cast it. So, That's so he jumps from the one spire uh, directly adjacent to him and runs to the other spire across the way um, following the Yeti's gaze to hide behind that spire. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, none of the player characters can see him any longer and they wonder if he's still alive. <laughs> Wait, was that your actual action? Yeah, yeah, it was an action to cast a spell and then basically two actions of movement at that point. Oh. Why don't you just use that at that point? It saves you a spell slot. Because I get the extra movement every single round now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, just, I was like, he's using a spell to move what his dash would have been, so right. that's why I was just wasn't sure. Preparation spell. Next spell costs zero. Yeah, cost three less. Yeah. Okay. Um, Notch is back to your turn. You may knock down a counter. Mm -hmm. Notch dies. Um, the blue slot with the rabbit in his hand is going to move up to Wisp and make one claw attack. Oh. All right. Um, so it is... He's going to slash into Wisp, and you see as a Wisp uh, water freezes. Now, um, does Whiff take double damage? Do you remember if that's on the thing or not? Water elementals take double damage from ice. Cold. From uh, cold. To cold? No, he has resist to acid. Okay. Um, but no vulnerabilities. Poison, no vulnerabilities. He also takes... Doesn't he take um, half damage for... Bludgeoning, slashing. Yeah, like regular... Yes. You know, so I'll roll this separately for you then. Um, so anyway, the slashing damage hits him, dealing 11 plus 8 is 19. 19 damage, so you can half that and deal that to a wisp. So 10 damage? Yep, and then um, the water inside nice. him, like I said, freezes for 3 damage, um, but he quickly swirls his body around that ice to um, turn it back into water so he can move freely. Okay, so he took 12 damage then? Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, like, the way it's working is his body's temperature is slowly lowering as yeah. he <laughs> cycles the water through. <laughs> so you got all that damage? Yes. Cool. Um, that ends this Yeti's turn as he ferociously rips away at the water elemental in front of him. The Malthus Anders Maybach. What's our... How many other things? Um, ten of them? Eight more rounds. Yeah, ten rounds. Well, he should be at so nine. I should be at nine now. Yeah. Yep. All right, Malthus is still frozen. Cannot seem to fight this cold blood running through his veins. And then uh, missing butt cheek. Um, uh, charges forward. I can't attack a turn that I dash, right? No, but you might not need to dash... Depending on what... Uh, I'm trying to get to Frozen Man. Oh, uh, yeah, you have to dash. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, Tackle 50. Yeah, I'm going to give West one. Uh, um, well, wait, no, did you enter my range? Five, yeah. Maybe yeah. not. No, uh, yet easier move around these spirals all the time. Maybe I can just move like this, and that's how I was counting it. Okay. Anyway, okay. it's easy for me within 80 feet to get to you. I just can't attack you. I'll just sit here for seven more rounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, one strategy is to run away from the frozen characters in your party. <laughs> um, after Minotaur... Look, I thought Wisp was going to hold the line, okay? <laughs> Let's all agree that it's a great thing that Flat-Footed doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But I probably should get advantage against Paralyze. I bet you that's in the thing. Probably, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. Yeah, right, Ice Troll's turn. He has not used his view yet. Bay Breeze, you are directly across from him, and he'd like to try to chill and gaze you. Uh, Make that save. Okay. So the ice troll uh, narrows his eyes on you, 
as he readies his claws at your water wisp. Oh, he can do both in one turn? Um, it's a good question whether or not it's a four in action. Well, or if it's an action, action, then it's an action. No, he can't do both in one turn. So he's just going to chill and gaze you. Okay. It's a con save, right? Con save, yep. Five, five, and one. That's a shame, because I have uh, advantage against intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saves. So sorry. Yep. Okay, so um, Babery's, uh sees him look into his eyes and looks down at his shoes and is finds that he's unable to look up from his shoes as okay. his veins feel with fill with cold. So for uh, for listeners paralyzed on page two ninety one yeah. of PHP, uh, paralyzed creatures incapacitated and can't move or speak. Creature automatically fails at strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit if the attacker's within five feet of the creature. Good to so know. every single attack that these guys do on us will be a critical. I'll hit. tell you what, there's still a way to save everything. Very easy. Anyway, um, his so name is Corey. <laughs> <still sitting. laughs> uh, you took 14 cold damage. Very easily. Okay. And no one's no one's immune to cold, right? Because you, you don't you don't have to deal with this if you're immune to cold magically. Right. All right. Okay. So is it what's turn? It is that was ice troll babies. Knock down your counter babies to nine. And then we'll go Wisp. So Wisp can see that the Ice Troll is hurting the most. The Minotaur behind him, though, is also very hurting. His butt's still bleeding. Well, the one I just attacked was hurt, right? Is it the Ice Troll? The Ice Troll is who you attacked, yeah. Yeah, okay. Then I'm going to attack it. Okay. So two slams on the Ice Troll? Or uh, one then another, depending on how these yeah, things turn out. one then another, I guess. Yep, that's cool. Um, so does a 10 hit? A 10 does not hit. And does a twenty-seven or it does it? Okay. So two eight. So one and a three is four plus four damage. So eight damage. All right. So the wisp uh, tries, worried about his uh, companion friend being frozen, tries ferociously to smack away at this yeti. The uh, yeti is still standing though in front of him. So continue smacking. Oh, you're, that was your second attack, right? You missed it first? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. Um, and we go to Quarion. All right, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Quarion dashes out from behind a spire. Gets within 10 foot and fire blast. Fire blast will work well. Yetis hate fire. Do you shoot his butt cheeks? <laughs> yeah, because he's not facing me right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's facing uh, Notch, and Corian has come up behind this yeti, who is ready to tear into Notch's flesh as he shoots a fire blast. Go ahead. Um, six plus three is nine, plus four is thirteen. You hit. Oh, I do? Yeah. You hit. Okay. Um, what's, we're at 2d10 This is now? a fair we're encounter for you guys, yes. so you'll have to understand that they're not that hard to kill, though you don't have a high AC, and they actually only do 1d6 plus 4 points of damage when they hit, besides the cold damage, I guess, but... Alright, so here's my 2d10. Yeah, it's the, uh, the So launch. that no one's feeling down. 2d10 fire! Go ahead. Uh, 14. Okay, so that's 14 fire. to Minotaur's butt. Yes, to the butt. Okay. Point blank. So he is now so scared of the fire that has hit his back that he finds it very hard to swing at Notch. In fact, he should turn around and swing at me. <laughs> um, and yeah, he might. Let's see where we're at, though. So Quarion, now we're back to Notch. You may lessen a counter. We have the blue slot holding in the rabbit. 
Uh, he is going to keep tearing away at Wisp. Or is he? He is a 15? Yes. And a 15. Yes. Oh, he only has one no, hand. He, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Unless he started swinging the rabbit. <laughs> okay, so you take six slashing damage and one cold damage. Okay, so three and one is four. four. Cool. So after that, Yeti continues to try to freeze this block of um, melted ice in front of him. He... He doesn't actually know what water is, the Yeti. He just knows that it's melted ice. That's all he knows it as. <laughs> That's how I was playing it. Malthus uh, keeps trying to budge from his paralyzation. And then the Minotaur is got a 70% chance, 30 and over, to turn around and attack his fire accuser. Uh, he is so upset about this fire, he turns around quickly, mm -hmm. moves up, and slashes twice with disadvantage. The first slash is going to be a 16. Hits. And he will deal... Oh, hold on. It doesn't hit. I got shields. I don't know what that means. So The shield spell? He didn't have to. That's a reaction. Cool. And then the second one, I got a two on my... Whatchamacallit. Gotcha. That's my lowest roll, probably. Alright, so uh, he is... Uh, his butt is smoking. You've cauterized his wound, but he's still very upset. Uh, no, 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 I hit the other butt cheek. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Alright, and... Um, but he's no longer afraid. You can see the fear has left his eyes from the fire. Okay? Mm-hmm. And his eyes, his butt <laughs> the ice troll is now going to keep dealing with this uh, water creature in front of him. The melted ice. And six cold damage, four, uh, so eight total damage. Okay, so four damage then? Oh, uh, no, eight total after the discount. I gave you um, four damage of Okay, that's, that's all good, so eight, yeah. eight total? Okay. Yep. I rolled six on the cold damage on that one. All good. Um, so he continues slashing away at this water thing as Baveries finds his turn comes up and may lessen his round counter. Wisp also finds his turn comes up and the ice troll in front of him is hurting. Remember, it's got the weight in his eyes. Yep, so I'm going to attack it. Go ahead. Or Wisp will attack it with a 15. Hits. And Wisp does 7 plus 4 plus 4, so... 15. 15? Yeah. Alright, he uh, knocks this ice troll to the ground and it does not come back up. Sweet. He and then jumps from that ice troll on the ground that he's on top of to the troll holding, or the uh, yeti holding the rabbit. Yes, and then he will... Launching himself like a bullet. Yeah, I'll actually jump across and try to punch it in its face as it like warmless and then like... Sounds good, love it. Fist. And a 17 plus 7, so hits. that hits. And 4... So seven plus four, so eleven damage. To blue slot. All right, he shakes off the water easily. Uh, sorry, the melted ice easily, and we get to Corion. All right. Um, I will. No such thing as a five foot step. Well, there's no such thing as a five foot step, but there's still such thing as a taking entire opportunity, right? Yes. Yeah, it's when you leave a threat range. You leave a threat range. Is a uh, disengage? No, it's disengage action. is in action. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you don't get in trouble for shooting someone in the face. Yeah, you get disengage. Yeah, you get range spell. Right. Right. Next Unless I do a thunder wave. Yeah, thunder wave. <laughs> this has never gone wrong before. <laughs> Directly into Notch again. Oh, and, and uh, Mathis. And Mathis. It does double damage. Uh, no, I don't, think, I, I don't think I catch him, though. Okay, we'll do double damage there because they're paralyzed. Only if he's five foot next to us. I don't know if crashing into us counts. <laughs> um, 
You have expeditious repeat retreat. I don't know if that helps you. Well, that doesn't stop me. That gives me a dash, yeah, a bonus okay. action of dash. Some like like someone else I know. Mm-hmm. Who do you know? Bay oh. You can do a bonus action of dash, bonus action of hide, or a bonus action of disengage. Right. I'll take the attack Also, I can use the bonus action for use an object, uh, disable locks, and. Okay, now you're now you're bragging. I am. Seventeen. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, you take seven plus six cold. Seven plus six cold is thirteen. 13. So what do you I have one ward armor left and full HP. Oh, okay. I had taken in for, taken damage from you before. Yeah. So what's your full HP again? Uh, 29 plus 14 ward is the total total. I can't go above the number that you gave me, unfortunately. Okay, gotcha. I don't have a way to add to it. All right. Um, so that ends his attack opportunity and yeah. continues your turn. Now I fire both him in the eyes. Go ahead. Hits. So square in the eyes, you nail this minotaur for... 11. 11 damage. Uh, he holds his face crying, but is still very much awake. I thought you nearly killed him! I did. <laughs> you did a lot of damage. <laughs> blooded if you're blooded I, I dealt 24 damage yeah. or something like that over the last two turns. Plus this one. I have him at HP, guys. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> he's got some HP. He's, he's almost dead if you want to hear that. Like he's, he's very close to death, but he's still alive. That's all I'm trying to say. Alright, after Corion is notch, you may take a counter off. Six we have... Water. The blue slod, who um, is dealing with the water elemental with his one slash attack per turn. And a 15? Yes. So, one physical damage, four ice is five damage total. Total? Five damage total. Okay. Take it from him. And I have my keep track of Wisp HP. I'm doing a bad job. 39. Wisp 39. Yeah. The one gets swiped away, right? What's up? The one... Physical gets wiped away. Uh, it's one plus um, damage divided by two, rounded down. Got one damage plus the four oh, okay. cold. Gotcha. Yep. Math. Yeah, we play D and D. His damage reduction and such. Oh yeah, I was getting a damage reduction on slashing. Slashing. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. There's like a slash fiction Sam. Um, let's go to Malthus. Log journal. And. Malthus has only seven more rounds until he's able to get back in the game. Get to get to get to head in the game. Minotaur is still alive and up. Uh, his face is so burned and so upsetting that he not only has a 50% chance of attacking you and not just taking out his final rage on the guy who caused all of this. Uh, so it's above 50, and that's 50%. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's coming for you with two slashes. Gotcha. So, so that'll hit with a 20, um, right? Um, she only gets plus four, right? I think so. Alright, so I got And then the second one is a 25. I guess that also hits. That's four. You got max damage on the first one, which is 16 damage. And then you got... Um, so it's 16 plus four is 20 plus nine. 29 damage. Okay, I have one HP left. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Wasn't that convenient that you had that one HP <laughs> Yeah. Alright, Corrin's at one HP. He has been mauled in the face. Uh, by two slashes, your cheeks are bleeding, mm-hmm. and uh, you know your eyesight is somewhat impaired, not enough to make anything in-game happen. Um, I uh, take it on the chin and roar back. Nice. <laughs> Baby's going to knock the counter down. Does uh, Blue Slot have a turn? He took it. Oh, you already took it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm yeah good. That, That's when Sam was asking about the uh, half oh, okay. damage. I just want to make sure that... And we go to West Pazu. All right, I attack as well. Okay, West goes for the signature groin kick. <laughs> Does a seven hit? A seven? 
Or 17. So. Yeah, a 17 does it. Yeah, I rolled, I rolled a 10. Obviously. He's able to make contact. We'll see if the Yetis have strong balls. Eight. That's max damage on the first D8. And, and a seven. seven. Okay, the groin kick is successful for how much damage? Uh, so 15 plus 4 is 19 damage. All right. This that's a, that's slide, a critical ball kick, you know? This blue slide, if he rolls um, under 60%, he is going to drop this rabbit for the ball kick. Oh, God, how am I supposed to get that out? <laughs> <laughs> One of my dice goes inside a prop for later. There you go. All right, so that's a one and a three. So uh, he drops it. I thought it was rolled above. Anyway. No, nah, it was below for a negative effect. Sorry. Okay. So he, the rabbit... he said before he rolled that he wanted below. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so is he still up? Yeah, uh, the blue slide is holding its groin and let go of the rabbit who um, knocks to the ground and runs over behind Babries. Smart. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Hiding behind the paralyzed guy. And Wisp will take a second attack. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, while he's underneath this Yeti's groin and he's holding it, he <laughs> aims for the butthole. That's so <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bidet. A very painful bidet. Look, alright, you gotta be considerate of other cultures. The <laughs> elemental culture does not understand things such as that. It seems an orifice that's, that's open. Yeah, and everyone else wears pants, not these Yetis. <laughs> this is different for Wisp, okay? So he's going to uh, shove forward towards that orifice. So a seven? Seven out of eight damage, a five, five out of eight. A three, so hey, 15. Hold on, there's no critical six. Anymore. Double damage. Double yeah, damage. Something yeah, double. Oh, is there? It's, yeah. it's a variant roll, but we play with it. I either play max damage on your rolls or double damage, and I played max damage last session, so I'm going to do double damage this session. Okay, okay. Uh, so 15 plus 6 is 21, and I get two of the pluses, right? Like my plus 4 plus, plus no, 8. No, they no, only, only like damage dice now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, so 25 damage? Okay, he had 23 HP. Um, the water uh, is very, very damaging to him. <laughs> as uh, you... You can't see the front of him, but yeah, his face goes white, and he falls to the ground forward, uh, with his legs spread out wide. Can Wish shoot from his mouth and uh, <laughs> go over to the other to like his throat? Um, yeah. So Wish come goes through through the bottom, out the top, uh, through the intestines that he rips through, I guess. And I splash, splash, splash over to the like. And splash, splash, splashes over to the final um, Yeti. Yeti, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I forgot that our like is a friend in this battle. Right. Okay, uh, after West was Corian. 1 HP Corian, disengage action. Um, <laughs> or take the disadvantage. I could just use my longsword. Or there's that. You are Corian Zilson, son of Duke Penlon. Of Mercy. Of Mercy. Son of. Of the Keep of Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> son of the mother who uh, nobody knows about. Alright, here comes the. Uh, Lucas Reed's character doesn't care. <laughs> here comes my. Uh, Regular longsword, since the silver longsword is a little rusty right now. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Does silver get rust? Tarnishes. Okay. Oh, waste. Yeah, wait. Well, I know it's, it's regular longsword covered in silver, right? Uh oh. Um, seven plus three plus three is thirteen. Yep. Okay. You're good. And do you get a bonus for wisp being next to it? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he rolled one. Let's see what he got three, for the bonus. Three strength. Wait, you have a D10, So right? four damage? Yeah. A long sword's D10? Yeah. Okay. The Minotaur is holding on by a thread. Okay. Um, I will as a bonus action. As you uh, try to shove your sword in, you uh, only catch his arm, dealing four damage. Gotcha. I will um, Misty Step. 
for a free teleport. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, Jump into 25, west. 30. Alright. That brings us back around. Misty. Misty. I like that. It oh, like, disappears within the mist. Alright, uh, Nachi may lower over your round counter. Halfway. It's actually the Pokemon Misty. And also remember that we could miss the next six attacks. These counters are still important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it is the Minotaur's turn. He is going to rip Wisp. He rips <laughs> Were you going attack. to say he was going to rip Wisp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I, I roll a one on the first attack, and then I move on to the second attack, which hits. And I deal a good amount of damage, eight damage to Wisp. Okay. It's 31 HPs. Cool. And then it comes back around to Babry's Wisp, Corian. Okay. Uh, so, the bras will... The bras, is that what he said? Yeah, Babry's. Yeah. The bras, yeah. He'll just sit there. And uh, Wisp will attack with uh, 13 plus 7, so 20. Yep, 20 hits. This Minotaur has 1 HP, and Wisp is easily able to smack him I, sideways. Yeah. He I, spins around and falls to the ground. I Wait, can I, can I tear apart his butt? Like, no. Just totally? No. Oh. Sorry. There's no butt left. Yeah, there's just nothing there. Wisp is like trying to get in there, and he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. We, we get one butt joke per, which I guess I took two. We had like two butt jokes. <laughs> right, I think we just have... We blew one hole in the butt, fired <laughs> the butt, and then we just orifice his butt. Okay. We have it all done. Um, the characters who are paralyzed feel themselves set free. Uh, nowhere does it say the chilling graze ends when the enemies died, so I don't think it cheated you anything. Yeah, it doesn't say that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we have some hurt characters, so you guys can deal with this. There's a rabbit behind Babrys that's now friendly. So you guys shouldn't have any trouble with him. So why don't you just, uh... Don't you go hard enough now, lad. Won't do. So, um, I, I guess you guys are just gonna heal up. We'll end the session there. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Pathless Podcast. This was Lightlessness. You can check our website at pathlesspod.com. Feel free to check out us at, uh, at pathlesspod on Twitter. You can tweet at us. Uh, if you have any questions, any ideas, any fixes um, towards what's going on in the podcast, uh, we'll also accept any ideas through the contact form on the website. It's in the top right. Um, it's been a while since we did this, so we'll just say that covers everything. Thank you guys for playing tonight. And uh, we are literally playing in the Frozen Dungeon. If we had a thermometer, it's probably like 52 down here? Yeah. Sounds good. Somewhere around there. We'll bring up the monitor next time. So, uh, if you guys would like to support us getting any sort of heating down here, you can use our Amazon affiliate link or sign up for an Audible trial on our website. Uh, both those things actually give us a pretty good kickback. The Amazon affiliate link, you just uh, click on it before you go to Amazon.com, and anything you buy will get a small kickback from. And then uh, Audible, I love, I think I've talked about it before, but um, we get like a nice kickback from that. So if you just sign up for a trial, want to give it 14 days, you get a free book. That'd be great. Thank you, and uh, until next time... Um, Play water elementals when you play D&D, because &D, they seem to be the way to go. <laughs> <laughs>